0: This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey, folks, welcome back to
1: your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, and I have with me back from Ocean City and the Big Fish White Marlin Tournament from Presidential Bank, Mr.
0: Terry Kernan.
1: All right, who won the money? Tell me, you didn't, we talked really quick, and then you had to take another call before. I think it was, what, the other day. So I didn't get to hear about the fish stories. So the fish What story, happened?
0: The Big Fish stories. Yeah. Um, uh, so you got the White Marlin Tournament. I talked about this last week. I'll make it very quick. But Google White Marlin tournament and the boat that caught the white marlin, the biggest white marlin I think was a seventy-four pounder or seventy-seven pounder, which isn't monster, but it's a seventy-seven pound fish that brought in four and a half million dollars.
1: They did. So somebody got it. Somebody a got it. Some pounder, somebody
0: got it. Somebody got it. Brought
1: the thing in. Four and, and a half a, million. Four and a half million dollar fish. Man, that bad boy, you want to definitely mount that up on the ceiling. Up, You want to put that somewhere special right it's there. crazy.
0: And then the blue I marlin category. Stuff. Yeah, how did that work out? Uh, that was, um, and I talked about uh, Frank Sherman, you know, having the boat, the cabana. And they brought in a white marlin that did not qualify on the last day. So we were pulling for Frank Ugh. and his boat. Um, but it was great to see him win the blue marlin side. And basically, I think the number was around nine hundred thousand. I I have to check. I can't be sure, but they'll buy some gas for your boat. That'll that'll pay (laughs) for the fishing gear. Yeah, that's about it. But it was awesome. It it was a lot of fun. If you if you like fishing, but don't want to go way out, you can go to the white marlin open and just enjoy the scales and the the uh, feeling, the electricity that's there. It's it's really pretty awesome. Yeah. So it's gotten big. It's gotten big. Four and a half million. Was
1: Michael Jordan's boat there?
0: So we did see Michael Jordan. We actually pulled up the Michael Jordan's boat, and he was on the boat. Oh, okay. And we backed up to it because we were betting whether it was him or not. Yeah. And um, my brother-in-law, Ed, we were on his boat, and uh, he said, um, looked up, and he goes, he goes, hey, Michael, just wanted to make sure it was you. We were betting to see if it was you. And he says, it's me. So, hey, Mikey. So Michael definitely was there. Cool. Uh, I have a firsthand sighting, but... Just an amazing week uh, down at the White Marlin Open. Love to do it every year. That's cool. Good stuff. All right.
1: Well, I don't know if we have any fish stories in real estate right now, but let's get right
0: to it, Terry. What's happening that you're dealing with and seeing in your world? Yeah, first of all, shout out to my kids, uh, Joey and Terry. Yeah. I mean, Joey and Bridget. Uh, Bridget turned 25, and Joey just turned 30 on the 17th, and Bridget was on the 12th. And uh, we're celebrating this weekend. So, and then I turned sixty. So, a lot of milestones. I was gonna say, I think I just somebody turned else turned sixty, got one Yeah. So, the, we got a lot of milestones in the Kernan family. So, uh, so last week, my kids were a little upset that I didn't give them a shout out. So, they made oh, it be known. Wow. So, there you go. Uh, so, there you go. So, what's going on yep. is what's going on right now is let's talk about loan applications, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's. I'm going to throw out a couple numbers. I'm not going to dwell on this. We all know what's going on bottom line is, is that i was able to spend some good family time because of these numbers okay one one year ago this week loan applications are off by 62% so that gives me more time to spend with my family okay do you see where this is going 82% down on refinances from the same week a year ago right so what we're taking a look at is the business is way off why is the business way off big part of it is the summer
1: i'll say seasonal's got to be a big Very deal seasonal, right now.
0: but it really is coming down to the rates so what i did was i compared last year yep. same exact week mm-hmm. we're off 62 percent of the numbers it's showing it basically a lot of people are out there they're The supply still has to get up. We're going to go over those numbers, but they've got to get up. So what is holding people off? So technically, and I've talked about this on the show and we went into it, is technically we've had two straight quarters of the gross domestic product shrinking. That means that technically we're in a recession. But they're saying, well, we can't be in a recession, even though it meets the definition, because unemployment went from 3.6 to 3.5. Is that an anomaly? Yes, I, I've never seen it and probably will not see it again. but what we're taking a look at is is you've got these numbers coming out and they're saying the PPI, the CPI I went over that last week. those numbers are unchanged. That shows that the inflation for the previous month has been has been suppressed okay The keyword here is suppressed. We're, we're holding it down. It's still trying to come up. So the rest of the economy is sitting here going, wow, we've got inflation under control. The decision makers, the Federal Reserve, the board, they basically say, no, we don't have it under control. We're not going to have it under control until we see these numbers sustainable. So they just met. They did not raise interest rates, but they pretty much guaranteed that they are going to raise interest rates in September. Okay? Yeah. So... Everybody's going to kind of freak out again, but rates have dropped. Our rates have dropped down to like 5.5%, but rates are going to get raised again in September. They're going to get raised to half a point, in my opinion. They thought that 0.75, but a lot of the data. So they're going to keep raising these rates. Here's here's the news is that they're going to push us into a recession if we're not already there. Yeah, The, the building industry has already seen it. The building industry basically has claimed that they are in a recession. Forget what everybody else says. The building industry says that they're in a recession. They have eight months of contraction, eight months of down, the lowest confidence since 2000, since the year 20, since the year 2000. So the building industry is taking it on the chin right now. We're seeing some of the larger builders basically saying that up to one in four people are canceling their contracts because they don't know what's gonna happen in six months they're afraid of the next six months so that's not good for confidence so where am i all going with this Darren is we're in a wait-and-see mode we're gonna see what's gonna happen but rates will be steady from here until September and then I think we're gonna see a little bit of panic in the market they might go up a little bit but they're gonna to continue to raise the cost of money which they've been doing all year and I w- wish they would do it at a slower pace. I think if they did it at a quarter percent, quarter percent, quarter yeah. percent, yeah, slower rate. then it wouldn't be such a, you know, mm-hmm. you know, fire the cannon. Let's let's fire a rifle. Let's not, you know, blow up the place. Let's just see how it affects. So I know that was a lot, but that's kind of what yeah. we're taking a look at. There's just a lot going on, and, and it's 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 pretty good right now.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Um, here's what I'm seeing. Uh, th- this came out the Maryland whole statistical data numbers for July. Now that we're a little over halfway through the year, um, I thought this was great information to get Terry. Is how in the units, um, units <clears throat> for 2021 at this point, it was 10,110 sales. And now, so far, year to date, we're at 73,76. So it's a 27% change as far as volume down. So that's only really been more significant, I imagine, in the last two or three months or so, maybe four months, if that. Um, average price,
0: though, it's 6.1. So it's increased. Yeah. So, so the just good so everybody news is this. That, that this is what, yeah, it's up. Appreciation is still there. It's still there. not crazy. <clears throat> right.
1: And even if we flatlined, let's just say, because sellers have that thing, of, are we losing value yet? Or are we going flat yet? Or... No, we're still on the up climb. There's still some momentum there in most price categories and things like that only because inventory is low. But even if we flatline from now until December 31st, we would end up at 6% appreciation for the year which is above the average, okay? Okay. So it's going to get spotty. Different price points, different areas, and all those things like that. We'll probably see that happen. The median price, 5.4% um, in 2002, 22. Penny units, you know, we know that's down a little bit. And then active inventory. This is the thing that's interesting to me. And this doesn't make sense because we see inventory now up at 273 resales. and the but, but it makes sense because the lowest we had was around 100. So right now, the months of inventory is across the state of Maryland is 1.3 months, which is about where we're at. And 2021, it was at 1.5. So we still have, which is funny, year-to-date, we still have less inventory now this whole year than we did last year. But it makes sense, even with the increases in inventory. But that number, I guarantee you, by December is going to exceed what it did in 2021, even if it's a tiny bit. That's my prediction as far as that. Actos, 431 total. Again, we're not even past 500 total for right now. Resales 273 with an average days, 36 days on the market, which we've gone up, like I predicted, about two to three days average time on the market each week.
0: Each week, yeah. So
1: that's what we're seeing. So if that trend will continue... You know, you figure by the end of the year, we'll be, we'll be at about 60 to 70 average days on the market. Now, the high-end stuff, anything above seven and $800,000, yes, you are in that 50 to 60-day average time on the market. But this is the average of everything like that. Uh, medium price average right now for sale is 480000 So that's that slowdown of appreciation of going up. Um, we were at about 500,000 with a new construction. Some When I factor that in, it makes you wonder is, are some of these numbers based on the fact that we're building more townhouses with new construction versus single families, which single families are definitely above a half a million. And it's these townhouses that you can get into for that 350 375 price point maybe that is causing the average median to stay below now 500,000. So that's a good you know that's something that that I look at as well um coming soon thirty seven yeah, that's the number that just says, "Hey, this is seasonal, oh, wow, this is the slowdown um by the end of the year, will we ever see it get above say seventy five or a hundred coming soons, which is the number that I said is what's going to cause our resale and our act of, you know, the total numbers to to get higher, higher on an average.
0: 37 coming soon.
1: That's it. 37. Yep. Yep. And I got one of them any minute. A lot
0: minute? of people are at the White Marlin Open. That's
1: exactly that's, what I was thinking. That's what happened. They were a looking for Michael vacations.
0: A lot of vacations.
1: So pending our contract, that's it. That's what we're dealing with right now. And that comes to a halt now that school just kicked in this week. Uh, resales 416 new 343 so total pending under contracts right now is 759 now that is a very healthy number for this time of the year it's a little less than it was last year but last year was off the record mm-hmm. so when you take the average across the board if I take like the average last five years at this time of the year how many homes are pending on a contract it is definitely less than 759
0: Yes, and 343 are new new, builds. new, new builds. So that shows and you. New constructions are, those listings are 158, it looks like. Yeah,
1: and that stays about the average. We stay right at that 150 to 165. It's been like that for a really long time. Okay. So, okay. yeah, so which means, what that means is with new construction, we still have a, a, a lot of those specs being put out there for sale right now. Okay, Um, and and buyers are more apt that they like the idea that they can get into a new home based on, you know, if they were fighting with all the competition of the uh, multiple multiple offers and things like that. So I think we're going to see that change up. That number will definitely, I think, come down little by little by little, especially with the affordability, because unless 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 new builds lower their base prices or lower their prices. Coming up, which we're not really seeing that. One thing I did hear, I was in San Diego at the big conference I go to every year, and one of the things that I heard an agent talk about was that the the builders are – the incentive to keep people from walking away from new construction is they're willing to either lower the price some – and lock that in mm-hmm. and make the buyer happy. They're getting a better deal, if you will. Or they're willing to say, no, we keep the price where we negotiate what, what you chose with options and the holding yards. The price stays the same, but we have a lender over here that's willing to lock in the rate right now until your home is built. No matter what, guaranteed. You're not, you don't have to worry about your rate changing at all. Well, that is really a huge incentive for a new person that's building brand new construction um, to because that's what the fear, I think that's what the fear is. I'm hearing the ones that are walking away are worried about what is it going to cost me later because if the rates go up, I may not be able to afford this or I may not want to afford this. So I think I'm I'm hearing that builders are trying to get on the front side of any threats in the future, it sounds like, right now. Yes.
0: Now, long-term locks, we do long-term locks. We work a lot with new construction, obviously. 180 days is a pretty safe, yeah. you know. So, so we're do we are doing some long-term locks um, and that is given a little bit of peace of mind, but we'll, so you lock in at a higher rate because we're guaranteeing today's rate plus a cushion for 6 months from now. So, it's going to be a higher rate that you lock into but we can always take a look at floating you down one time during the long-term lock. And that's the that's the huge. peace of mind that they're looking for, that people are looking for.
1: Yep. It's good stuff. All right. Pulse in the market. Some of the things I'm seeing, obviously, we talked about the eight months of the consistent slowdown of sales volume, even though... A slowdown of volume doesn't mean values are going to be go down because we still uh, we still have the buyer demand outpacing the inventory of what's for sale, and that is everything as we've talked about to look at until we see the demand no longer outpace. You know the the demand and inventory climb, climb, climb consistently to where it gets um, to be even average. And like I've talked about, even with all the homes being built and the population, the size of Frederick County and our area here. We're still saying twelve to thirteen hundred is the average where it's not a buyers or seller market. It's balanced at that point. So I think we still got a long ways to get away from that. We just got to see what what rate does that climb towards. That is everything. Um, So that's the good news overall. Rates seem like they've leveled off. And even with next month, if there's a little bit of a rate increase, the key is how much will that go. The prediction is will it go? Will it push rates above? Six percent, because I personally feel Terry that's when we'll see uh, things change faster than we're seeing it now. Is if rates go above six percent and stay above that. I don't, I don't know, do you see that ever happening with what the government's doing with rate increases?
0: So, so let's take a look at what happened over the last three months, okay? Rates went up faster than I've ever seen them, and and I've been doing this 36 years, okay? I never felt rates being pushed through the roof as fast and as high and as quickly as they did they went from 2.75 percent three percent all the way up to six and a quarter six and a half percent pushed them way over the six percent market and people the demand was still there why was the demand demand still there is because rates were getting pushed up right So what are you going to do if you know that something, that the price of something is going up tomorrow? You're going to buy it today. Mm -hmm. So when the rates were being pushed up, people were still, like when we crossed 5%, I was like, boy... No slowdown. The reason is is rates were continuing to rise, so people were trying to buy something that's on sale today that they know is not going to be on sale tomorrow. So what we've seen in a slowdown here is that coming soon number keeps jumping back at me, 37, 37, 37. That's nothing on the coming soon. What I think, and, and, and you may back this up, but what I think is people don't want to miss this boat, what's left they don 't want the boat to leave the harbor, yep so they 're skipping the coming soon they 're just throwing it on the market. do you, yeah. you seen that
1: yeah that 's I would say definitely um, i 've had a few like that, and i 've that strategy, yeah, there's definitely more sellers just coming straight out of the gate, active out of the gate than the coming soon attitude because of the fear of in 2 or 3 weeks from now I may get less showings. I may, you know, right. I may not even get an offer in 3 weeks. So,
0: yeah. So, so what's happened is when rates were going up, basically people were were still applying. Now that things have slowed down and things are settling, people are kind of saying, "Well, our rates coming down." So what happens when rates are coming down? If you know something's going to be on sale tomorrow, you're not going to buy it today. Exactly. So for the last 3 weeks we've had a vacation lull. We've had uh, people on vacation, but we've also seen that that the that the rates are no longer rising; they're actually settling a little bit. So you have people that are are basically slowing down, taking a breath, and saying, "Well, the rates aren't coming back." So if rates get pushed up and they start to rise again, which they may in September, depending on we're, we got to wait on this economic data. Yep, two months in a row will be. Starting to be a trend. Three months is a trend, right? So we're one month where things look like they've settled down. If rates start to rise again, I'm going to see demand go up again because people are going to want to get in before get rates in. go to six and a half, seven percent. When they were going up as fast as they were, I was like telling people we could be at seven and a quarter. We, we don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody so nobody can
1: find the emergency break. So that's
0: what I think is happening. And that's why we've seen a lull in in loan applications and interest is we've seen a lower demand but um i think now that things are settling out people are starting to yeah you know i'm getting more loan applications this week
1: yeah it's gonna get yeah i'm seeing that no doubt buyers willing uh that's a big trend is there's more homes to choose from and i like it when i set up searches right now for buyers It's beautiful because a year ago, they'd be like, Darren, there's only five homes that meet my search criteria, and now there's 10 or 15, and so or they're expanding out. I've got some buyers that are finally willing to expand out now up into southern Pennsylvania, over to West Virginia maybe and all that, and so that obviously opens up as you go further out of of a bigger radius area and all that stuff. Well, the one
0: thing that I've been seeing um, is that the – Days on market has gone to 36. That's a big number, and that's a comfort number for people that are trying to buy a house. And what I mean by a comfort number is is six months ago, um, the house that they wanted to see, and maybe it wasn't even the house that was perfect for them, they had to decide within 15 minutes whether they were going to put a contract offer in because there were 32 people going through that now. Now it's at 36 days, but what I'm seeing... And and I don't know if you're seeing the same thing, <clears throat> but what I'm seeing is, I'll have somebody and they'll they'll look at the house twice. Yep. They'll get the parents out there. Yeah. They'll say okay, let's put a contract on it, and then all of a sudden there's multiple offers. Yeah, I had that happen on mine. <laughs> and I think what's happening is once that once they decide they're going to put an offer in, and the listing agent gets a call, the listing agent starts calling everybody and going, oh, yeah. hey. We've got an offer coming in, you guys, and that, that generates the multiple offers. It does. But so that's kind of what I've been seeing. Is that norm?
1: Yeah, I had that happen where it was slow, so slow, slow, and then all of a sudden we got a few showings, and then I got an offer. I sent it out to everybody that showed, and then all of a sudden got another one like right away. They were like, whoa, you, you got one? And it was like seven days on the market, but that's about what I tell buyers now is that don't be surprised If it seems like after seven days or ten days in the market, well, they're not getting any offers. There's there's not a lot of interest out there after all. And then all of a sudden, it's like, wait a second. By the time we're sitting writing an offer, somebody else is doing the same. That is definitely what we're seeing. But that's part of that slowdown, you know, because before it would have been in three days in the market. They had five offers already and five on the way. So that's just that normal little change. But I've told buyers... You can't go home and wait and let's go look at five more and bring Uncle Bob next week. Next week, Uncle Bob will be out of his truck. He can come see the house. No, it's going to be gone by then, most likely, especially if I know the value and the condition are are pretty darn good for what is out there. And that's a big thing, too.
0: Yeah. I, so. Well, listen, this is and this is still crazy, but anything on the water is getting prices are still getting blown out. Yeah, they like, are. Just crazy. Yep. So I have a so I have a client that's looking down in Annapolis and he basically said we've been looking at 2 plus 2 plus million homes, 2 plus million dollar homes, not and he said we've been looking and they're so overpriced. But they're still selling. But they're still selling and he said the perfect one is coming on the market. Or it's on the market. It's been there three days, but he says it's so overpriced that if I go in there, so he's playing a wait and wait and see, see if they'll
1: come down in price, and then I'll offer game. And
0: then then he'll offer. But he said you can't go in when they've been on the market for three days and say, okay, I'm going to give you two million instead of two point five because that's where it's worth. Like it's I would, it's, I would try it because you just never know. You never know, but it, it's a it's a very
1: yeah, that's interesting how that works too. That that strategy, and that's part of the whole buyer strategy. Is like, what are we going to do? If there's less competition on. It? We're seeing definitely sellers giving more willing to give closing help a little bit, and uh, to those mm-hmm. if they don't have a lot of money to put down. Uh, grant side, let's take the okay. rest of the program and talk about grants. What's out there right now for first home buyers, professional jobs? What's out there? Just what what's going on? And the big question I always get is, well, is it credit driven? Is it income location? Like, what do I? Is there any reason why a buyer wouldn't qualify to get a grant right now?
0: Income is probably the number. Well, is the number one? Not probably. Income is the number one reason. So if you have a grant, what you have is you have the government. You have an agency. You have a bank like us. Uh, We're trying to drive home ownership, okay? That's the big key. We want people to own homes. So what are we going to do with the grants is we're going to help people that don't have money get into a home, down payment assistance. State of Maryland has a lot of programs. They're going to charge a higher interest rate, okay? They're going to charge, in some cases, almost 7%, 6.5% to get a grant to help with closing costs down payment they'll do as high as six percent so the state of maryland has an awesome programs they also have the smart buy which will pay off now up to fifty thousand dollars of student loan debt will be paid off by the state of maryland what's the catch you got to live in that house for five years you got to be a maryland resident for five years okay and then that payment back. That 50000 gets forgiven at $10,000 per year. Awesome program. Awesome, awesome program. It also helps people, you know, that have those big student loan debts that think that they can never own a house become home homeowners. So grants are basically designed to drive homeownership. And it's very difficult, and it was very difficult during the crazy times to give people the grants that they needed because they were losing out on deals because they only had 3% down or no money down, yada, yada, yada. They were competing against the 20% downers in the cash deals. The tide has changed. So let's talk about what's available. Our uh, Atlanta grant, we call it, the Federal Home Loan Bank Grant that Presidential gives, uh, it's an awesome program. We are lo- running low on funds, but $7,500. Yeah. And let's think about this. If, if it's a one-person household, you know, we're looking at $82,000. So if you make less than eighty-two, dollars you qualify for the grant. You can get $7,500 if you're a community partner, so a veteran, a community partner, anybody that works in the medical field, anybody that works in the education field. We we did a a maintenance worker at Montgomery College. We got them $10,000. How awesome is that? Yep. Okay? So it's a great program. It is available. Funds are running very, very low. Okay? So then we've got the HAP program here in Frederick County, 8000 and 10000 depending on income level. So it's all income-driven. Okay. okay. It's all income-driven. Uh, challenges that you have with credit, they are overlooked with the grants. It's really income-driven. The grant people will let us decide whether the people are credit worthiness. So the only thing that they determine is how much. So we've got different grants, state of Maryland your income can be over a hundred um, uh, thousand it, it it all varies so if you're a first-time homebuyer and sometimes you don't even have to be a first-time homebuyer if you're a veteran call call me we'll go over it and see what's available to you all right
1: yeah one of the things that's good guys you need to call Terry up about all the grants he's got it all and knows it all one of the things I get is when the program is people ask you know Darren if I'm getting a grant does it have to be disclosed to the seller and the offer? Like, like if, I'm, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I absolutely – I said, look, if you have to get the grant, if you have to get the grant to qualify to get the house, yes, it becomes a contingency because it's contingent upon you getting a grant or not. But how many situations, Terry, do we have that they're getting the grant because they can just qualify for it? And if they didn't get it, they could still buy the house. So it's not really a contingency at that point. That is really, really important for agents and people to understand, or buyers to understand, and sellers to know. Uh, you know, if that's uh, part of the whole thing. So this is something that's really important because that can be a game changer as far as um, you know that. But yeah,
0: we've. I think it's a great thing having grants. But go ahead, we got twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. We just had that situation where. Okay. Where. She w- she applied for the grant. She qualified, but we go by household income. We didn't realize her son was living with that's her. That's right. My last twenty thousand, who made twenty thousand pushed her over the limit. She was able to still settle, um, and that and it worked out. Everything was good. But yes, uh, the grants are there, and if you if you are if you can qualify, get them. Yep, that's the Thanks. bottom
1: line. Always call and get it. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. Happy buying and selling this weekend. Have a good one, and we'll see you next week now. You can contact us anytime. Here comes our information.
0: Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at com.
1: And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.